Hello and welcome to the Lamplighter Way podcast. This is another episode from Ryan Kirkpatrick and myself, Kevin Blair. Today we're going to be talking about survival to significance. And this is really the entrepreneur's journey or a business owner's journey. It doesn't have to be a business owner though. You can be you know, a W-2 employee. Um, you could have a variety of jobs, but I think everybody is sometimes, you know, we can relate to, to the survival mode all the way to wanting significance. But in order to have significance, we've got to have the space and platform to be able to do that effectively. And so there are four stages that Ryan and I are going to, to go through today of that journey, starting with survival to stability, to success, and then to significance. So the four stages are survival, out of survival into stability, out of stability into success, and then success precedes significance. So today, Ryan, um, I'd love to go through the purpose of this journey and why you feel like this is important and relevant, you know, in 30 seconds. And then let's dive right into survival, stability, success, significance. And in each category, I'd like to learn from you and share, share with our listeners about what's the mindset that we need to have and how that evolves over, you know, changing in the different stages. What knowledge should we be trying to gain in each stage? And then what are some practical applications of that knowledge that we can put into place? This could definitely be a four-part episode. We probably will do that at some point, but let's just keep it super high level for the time being to uh, understand this process. So yeah, the this four, these four stages, uh, not my idea, uh, but something that influenced and impacted my life in a major way through the uh, the company that I, I'm trained by still with the Buffini Company. And the reason I'm so excited to share this with the audience and whoever comes across this, whether it's tomorrow or two years from now, it is timeless advice and it gives structure to, okay, you're here. You don't want to be here. It, it really just gives hope, like real action, actionable hope, not just uh, hopium. So uh, you're going to want to have you know, some, some way to take this down, whether it's your phone or for a lot of my, my circle pen and paper. I don't uh, know where I could find even pen and paper. Truly. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's none in this room. Actually, I can't even find paper when I'm trying to make a copy. So. Right. Uh, <laughs> did you? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but do, do take advantage of this. Uh, I think, uh, it's going to ring true for anybody listening. So to jump into it, yes, yeah, survival, stability, success, and significance, uh, mindsets are different going into each, but I want you to just take a second as a listener and say, okay, for, for those four words, uh, where do I, what resonates the most with me? And there should be a, a word that sticks out more to you than others. You could be in between one or two, uh, but these stages have to happen in progression in our opinion. Uh, yeah. and it is something we share with new agents who come interview with us. Yeah. And if you try to skip, uh, I like your analogy about the lottery too. You know, if you try to skip, there are some consequences to this and share that real quick. If you don't mind. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, great example would be, let's say you're in survival mode and your friend buys you a lotto ticket and you win the lottery and you know, it's just a obnoxious amount of money. Well, there's just not really, uh, going into volatility swings from our last podcast. There's just not really any stories that are, that exist from that person winning the money and then staying in that better place. Usually they lose the money pretty quick. A lot of people come, takers come into their life and they take the money and then they're back to survival. So that is a good example of you need to do these steps in order. And to me, it's yeah. medicine. I like this character order. building. Yeah. It's not like you're not going to go and even if it comes easily and you're, you hit your goal the next day, you're, you're not going to feel the same way about it. Yeah. 
Okay, so with survival mindset, what kind of mindset do we need in survival? So yeah, so survival is really where where I think most most people live, and you know I, I've been in all four of these stages. Uh, with with a, with the mindset of survival, you were just trying to figure out what we would say is is what you know do the next thing. But the challenge to survival is you don't a lot of a lot of us wouldn't know when we're in survival what the next thing is. We're just survival and living in overwhelm usually are are pretty close bedfellows. Yeah, I'd like to add. You know, I, I think there's a good example of if you haven't seen the show, the undercover billionaire, mm-hmm. not undercover boss, the undercover billionaire. The first season, I believe, maybe on Hulu or YouTube, they essentially drop off a billionaire with no contacts, uh, disguise, and they don't tell them where they're, where they're going. And I think they got this guy in, I don't know, Idaho somewhere mm. and gave him $500, maybe not even $500 and said, Hey, here you go. You got this money in a truck. And the goal was to make a million dollar business within 90 days. And so they were instantly in survival mode. You could see these really successful people. They had, they had all the money in the world, but then they went back to their roots and they gave them the cell phone. So they had a cell phone and a car. So the first thing this guy did was he goes, I have to find food, shelter and lodging. And so, well, lodging and shelter, I guess are the same, but food and shelter and then try to find a job. But that's the first thing. And so he was trying to figure out how much money do I need just to live, just to go to the next day, talking about right. doing the right next thing. Right. And so he figured out, you know, all right, before he even started thinking about the business, he was thinking, what do I need to stay afloat? And it came out to, I think for his three month period, he was going to need $1,500 of some sort. So that's the first thing he, he went and did, you know? So I think that goes back to the mindset of survival is, you have to figure out your basic needs right now. Nothing else matters. Yeah. So that, that, that is a fantastic example. Uh, you know, and to speak from that, you know, your job is to, uh, not be alone, uh, Mm -hmm. go, I mean, he needed to go make contacts immediately, uh, you know, figure out where he's, where the currency money, you know, that was going to, uh, pay his bills was going to come from. So to me, I would call that staying in sequence, like know know your history, like be sober with where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, of us could go and spend money on credit cards, uh, and, and not be in a place of soberness with the financial situation. That's right. literally like the challenge of a lot of most Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're, you know, you're, the activities you're doing are what I would say, brush your teeth, write your notes. It's all about consistency, but a key piece mm-hmm. is I'm a big believer. You can't do this yourself, or maybe you can bootstrap it, but you're going to fall back into it because willpower will only take you so far. The Lord wants us to evolve outside of willpower on faith and dependence and structure in the laws that he's created. And so from that capacity, uh, you need you need to bring somebody in to your circle that you can trust that's farther down the road that's not in survival. It doesn't have to be real estate. I mean, we're talking from an entrepreneurial view, but it could be in your personal life. Like you have to be willing to open the door. If you don't, then you're going to continue to have the same days, weeks, years over and over. And then you're going to look up and say, why why is nothing changing? Right. So that goes into, so knowledge gain, so mindset, humility, and you're essentially trying to find support around you uh, for your basic needs and to help you get into the next stage of stability. But what would be some of the knowledge gain and practical application, practical application for survival? So, yeah. So once you get in, basically you're changing bad habits to good. And that's why you need the accountability of help through that. Um, you know, without getting into the, the weeds of, Hey, it looks like this or that we, by the way, we have very explicit things, you know, we do individually. And then as a group and, and, you know, please reach out to us. We're happy to share our whole 
morning routines with you. Um, but you, you really have to establish what those rules of engagement look like for you. And often you won't know because you're living in overwhelm. So that's why you need the person pouring in you to say, Hey, focus on these things and then you can execute. So it's really just about execution. Yeah. And I think if knowledge gain, if you're in survival mode, you just need to be a sponge with everything that you can, you can think of, be careful what you do listen to lean on that person that you've invited into your circle and then, you know, trust what they're saying. And a voracious and, openness to learn. And, and yeah. Yes. Okay. So how do you, the big jump is really from survival to stability. I feel like that is a massive jump and then success to significance is probably the next step or the, the next massive jump, but survival to stability. What does that look like? Um, once you're in stability, what is your mindset? So, yeah, so stability is really more of a pass through stage. You don't, you don't want to live here. You're not going to live here too long and you're either going to go forward or backward, but you know, you've now gained this knowledge, you've gained these habits that have created structure in your life. So now you're, yeah, you have basic needs taken care yeah, of, able to see that you're consistent, you know, you, you know, whether it was debt reduction or, uh, trimming of relationships, you know, all those things, you know, you are in this, this more quiet, uh, storm has passed. You're in this quiet, you're, uh, leveraging your, what, what I would call the run rest cycle. So, you know, you're figuring out, okay, I run like this. And then over time, nothing's going to happen in 30 or 60 days. Like anything, I mean, really, you shouldn't see anything in anything in your life until past day 90 real estate's no different, but you, you start learning to leverage that cycle a little better and say, okay, I'm doing this. I'm being consistent. That's stability. Yeah. And I think, you know, practically, practically speaking here for business owners, in our case, real estate agents, you you have leads coming in consistently and maybe you don't fully know where they're coming from, but they, they do pop in at a consistent basis. They don't dry up necessarily as fast as survival mode and maybe even someone's job. It might mean that, you know, they're getting consistent promotions. You know, it's just they're riding out their delayed gratification that they built up in survival. But like you said, you don't want to stay there for very long. Be content, but be hungry for progression. Yeah, because if you chill here eventually you're going to get comfortable, which is what the brain wants. And you're going to fall back into, into survival. survival. Okay. So stability to success. So we talked about survival, get to stability. Don't hang out in stability very long. Be content with it. Pat yourself on the back for a brief moment and then figure out how to get to true success. So this is a stage, uh, I can look back on my own personal life where, you know, I've gone through these stages. I hit success. Uh, you know, I've seen it. It's not, it's just a uh, challenge of being human, but you'll hit success. You'll start getting comfortable. Uh, one of the big mindsets you really need to have when you hit success is you need to remember where you came from. And, mm -hmm. you know, one way I put it is like, know your family history, like know where you came from, know your strengths and weaknesses, you know, put, continue to have that right in front of you and stay humble. Because, you know, if you, if you start seeing this, the success and you start feeling like, Oh gosh, like, you know, I am different and unique and look what I've done. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just not the right mindset to go to the actual stage, which is the life changer for yourself and, and hopefully others in the world impacting it in, in the highest ways, which is significant. So with success, you know, you've now learned to delay gratification telling you that is a huge secret to success is don't do the instant gratification stuff, do the delayed over time. Kind of like know, a slow burn, like a slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> Do the things and, <laughs> and, uh, you'll train your brain to understand and appreciate how that's formed. And then when it happens, you know, I mean, 
you'll you'll know exactly why it happened. So there's a lot of knowledge needed up to that point, but you have to upgrade your inputs. You have to upgrade uh, your connections, your relationships, uh, and and then really just upgrade yourself in the mirror and say, you know, what do I want? What am I about? What's holding me back? What's distracting me? What am I numbing out to? And the that's the journey, right? The more you you get and answer those questions, and you have the answers to those questions that's how you progress to the next level. Okay. So diving into that just a little bit more with success before we go to significance on the success side, what do you, you know, in short, what's, what should be a summary of your mindset in success? So I think with success is just, you need to stay focused on obviously the goals that got you there. So, so be that goal getter and continue that, but you now should be looking up a little mm-hmm. more and saying, okay, how can I leverage what I've learned to, you know, help have impact around me? So that's the start of that conversation. Mm-hmm. It's okay, I'm successful. Like, you now know, what? whatever, whatever your definition definition is, but we're talking from a business sense. Okay. Yeah. Bills are paid and I'm, I'm now, you know, how ha- can affect these people and these I clients. I can hire and, people. I can create jobs. Right. That's success. But you can still look at a lot of people who you could deem successful and you could look at their bank accounts and say, yeah, that's successful. But you know, there can be a large difference between some of those people stay there and that's the highest level they get. And then others can transcend to that next level. And, and I feel strongly that that's the goal, you know, maybe you have to, maybe you don't get there until you're you're older, but that's the goal. You know, we're created to have ripple effects and Mm -hmm. you know, we we should be doing those things to try to do that. And I, the one other thing that I would add in the success category, if you're in that stage, entrepreneurs in general, it's healthy to have a sense of fear of losing that. Yes. Like there's a healthy sense of there's, you should be thinking about in the back of your head, which we all do, you know, I don't want to go back to stability or survival. So how do I maintain this? Right. And that it can be a motivator. It's definitely a motivator for me. Um, it's not the fear of failure. It's just the fear of, of sliding back. Absolutely. And, and the way, way of God can bless, right. It's not all the prophet gospel approach to right. use it in general terms, right? Like God can bless you by, uh, adding things to your life, taking away things. Yeah. If you don't um, use them. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that's the beauty of it is that's what you're trying to lock into, but you know, don't, don't be the own, the, you know, the guy tripping, or a gal tripping over her own feet and doing it to yourself. Yeah. Okay. So final stage significance. So what does that mean to you? Uh, and, and how does someone, how does, how is that the North star? Cause it seems like it's the North star here for us. How would you describe that to the listeners? What does significance look like? So we're big on this internally. Again, we, we walk the new agents that we connect with as we grow, uh, through this, you know, this mental, exercise, which is, and we love hearing the answers and not Mm -hmm. everybody has an answer, but we want to They're all different too. Right. Yeah. And we want to know, okay, so this is what you do and you know, you're good at real estate. You wouldn't be here if you weren't. Uh, and, but what do you want? And it's such a hard question to answer. And as a, as a a person, you have permission to continue to change that. Uh, but you know, what do you want beyond real estate. Otherwise you're going to have the same year over and over and maybe the volume goes up or down, but you're not really growing as, you know, outside of that just cycle. And so you can look at the year and say, yeah, I did all this business, but still, you know, I'm yet to sit down with an agent who's done a ton of business for a long time, unless they're significance focused and be like, 
oh yeah, yeah, I love this and I want to have the same year for the rest of my life and, and not grow out of this. Not meaning they want to quit real estate, meaning, right. okay, so you have all these tools that you've learned and you're helping people in an exceptional way above and beyond what's normal. So you've created that. Now, how can we use those gifts that you've learned and those skills and put you in the presence of, you know, having more impact, whether it is in connection with real estate in addition to something else or, or this, but either way from success to significance, uh, how can you pass on what you've learned? Yeah. And that falls into legacy. A lot of people say legacy, but how can you pass that on to the people around you? And that gets back into, it's really hard to leave a legacy if you don't have a platform to do so. Yes. Or if you haven't built the tools or the setup for your significance to continue down the line and amplify the next generation. And I think I'm saying that a lot with some of the older generations I'm exposed to is that they have so much knowledge, they have so much to give, but they also need help from probably some younger people to, to showcase how easy it is now to transfer that knowledge, which will transfer their legacy. Yeah. Gary Keller, uh, first book I ever read in real estate was the, it's a funny title. It's the millionaire real estate agent, but it was such a practical book for as far as application. Yeah. It's a great book. Um, Gary has so much knowledge in the industry, but he said, you think you're in the real estate business, you're actually in the lead generation business. And his point was in the beginning, when you're in that survival mode, especially you could be the most knowledgeable, best real estate agent ever. But if you are not, if you don't have a platform to be able to communicate that and build those relationships, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. And so you can't, it's really hard to be exemplifying significance when you're in survival or even when you're in stability. And so success, I think it's a calling to get up to the significance level and a conviction that it's more than just money and finances. It's actually way beyond that. And it's impacting other people's lives. It's probably, you know, somewhere along the lines of volunteering and community work, but also it can be financial. You know, you're creating new jobs for people and impacting their lives in ways that they may not have been impacted. Had you not taken the step to go through this progression. So in, in, in my opinion, it's it, we don't have a, personally, I don't feel like I have a choice and I'm okay with that. Like this is what it's, destined to look like. And we're all on that journey. Yeah. And you can choose your suffering, you know, find joy in this kind of pain and suffering. You know, the, the, the truth is in life, you know, you're not going to live a carefree, non-painful life, but you do have the opportunity to choose. And if you can, if you can choose what pain you choose, it pushes out a lot of the stuff that falls, falls on you when you didn't see it coming. Uh, and so this is that case. And, and if you get comfortable, life has a way of you know, pushing you back out of it. So I'm absolutely a big believer on that. You got to go keep doing the things and then rest, recover, and then go back and do it again. Awesome. Well, today's episode, a little bit more serious than normal uh, for us since we're some jokesters or try to to be, but uh, it, the reason for that is we, this is really serious for us and foundational and hope it can impact somebody else. We would love to hear if you have a story from survival to stability and, and reversing that or, getting to that significance, what that means for you. And we know that's different for everybody. So we'd love to hear that. So please send us a message. Yeah. just in closing, we feel so strongly about this subject and also, uh, you know, as friends of our community, if, if this pinged you in any way where made you think differently or, you know, you don't have anybody to connect with and you want to talk about it, like this is, this is what we do. This is, yeah, this is the real, real reason that we're doing this too. So, you know, we're here as a resource. Don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah. Sounds great. Well, thanks for everybody that tuned in and listened and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks guys.